Ashley Rowland and Nathan Bridges have been arrested and charged with capital murder after the body of Rowland's six-year-old son was found buried below a hallway floor inside their Arkansas home last week. Hey everybody and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. How's it going? It is going well. It is the week of Christmas. I know. Wild, huh? Also, it's almost 2023, which that number just feels so like way into the future. Like, why aren't we driving spaceships yet? That I can't even (laughs) hardly comprehend it you know what i mean like kind of need to go back and watch some episodes of the jetsons and see yeah uh, we have screwed up what were they thinking about right we have clearly i i do not have a rosie the robot clean in my house yet damn it i don't even have an electric car i mean come on get with the program yeah i don't even i don't know i mean a lot of people i was just gonna say a lot of people have a roomba that's 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 something yeah yeah i don't even have one of those I don't think my Chihuahua's anxiety levels could handle a Roomba. Uh, yeah. My Chihuini would try to murder it all day, and she would yep. just be a nightmare. There's right. no way. Probably that's right. Probably my anxiety level and yours could not handle a Right. Roomba. No. She yeah. would just be so spun up and barking at it. Well, both my dogs would because they hate mm-hmm. vacuum. But any moving anything, like if we've had, Mike has had like uh, remote control cars and stuff, ZZ tries to kill them. All of them. Oh, he yeah. just freaks out. So. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, these videos of people with their cats just riding around on their roof. I think they're hilarious, but I can't imagine. No. How did you convince a cat to do that? I I have a cat that would probably do it, except that then there would be a dog on her heels at all times. And so (laughs) there you go. (laughs) It would be interesting. Yeah. It would. Well, but here we are. Yeah. So uh, it's wild to me that we're at the end of the year and the end of season mm-hmm. three already but uh yes. we are so mm-hmm. which you know we we shared a oh i don't know a couple of weeks ago a bunch of our stats from the podcast end not youtube but the podcast end uh of what we're doing here and wow we've had a lot of growth this year a oh lot goodness, we and have. now we it's put amazing. in a lot of work this year Whew, we sure have the amount of but- hours whoo you have no idea. <laughs> but there wild. are, there we have listeners in 45 countries, which I think is amazing. So welcome, yeah. all of you, from wherever yeah. you are. That is really Thank you. Really yeah. Fun. It's amazing. Yeah. So, well, uh, let's go ahead and kick it off and get going uh, with Tuesday. So I'm going to turn mm-hmm. the mic over to you and tell mm-hmm. me what you got. I have a missing person spotlight. Okay. So sometimes missing persons cases turn out good, and this one has. Mm-hmm. We reported last week on uh, university student Ken Deland, who was from New York, who was studying in France, who just sort of disappeared. And his family was very concerned. 
French authorities were not really talking to them very much because he's an adult. <laughs> and it turns out, we don't know what happened to Ken or why, but he has made contact with his parents and he was in Spain. Yep. And is actually, I think, probably by now home. He was making, um, they were making arrangements to get him home. Because mm-hmm. he was supposed to fly home on the 15th of December. And today we're mm-hmm. recording this on the 19th. Yeah. And he went missing just a few days before that at the very end of his semester. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happened with Ken. We probably never will. And that's okay. The mm-hmm. good news is he's okay. His parents yeah. have spoken to him. They were making arrangements just a few days mm-hmm. ago. To uh, his mom was home. in France at the time that they, and, and the reason yes. he was found in Spain was because of the press. He saw an article about himself mm. and we won't know. I, I don't know. I got to say, this is one of those cases that annoys me somewhat that mm-hmm. it bugs me to a certain degree. And maybe this is just my nosy reporter mind, you know, but that families go, we have a missing person. Help us, help us, help us. We found them. Please, re- please respect our privacy in this you know, delicate time. Right. I'm sorry. I think the public deserves a little better explanation than that. Yeah. Um, they and- really slaughtered uh, the reputation of the French police. They were very hard on them. They were. Uh, his dad said a lot of pretty aggressive things about the French authorities. Mm-hmm. There, you know, was a huge call to action to the media to help them get his name and face out there, which they did do, which resulted in him being found. And the second he yeah. was found, it was leave us alone. Yes, no. it was. Yeah. Sorry, I I disagree on that one. Uh, no, no. Yeah. At some point, and maybe it not sucks right to now, not know at all, and it sucks it, to not know why it took mm-hmm. a news story of him being missing mm-hmm. for him to contact his parents. Like he did, he not think they were going to notice, right? Because he clearly had not told them where he was or what he was doing. Was this a psychotic break? Was right. this an attempt to run away from his life? Was there an was actual crime a, committed? We an don't online know. love affair. You know, right. there's so but, many possibilities. There's a few reasons why I feel like the public really should be privy to some information about this one. Partly mm-hmm. because the public bought in. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the it's public true. Bought in, the press bought in. We all jumped in and helped get the word out and help get Ken found. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think there should be some gratification for that. At least a statement yeah. of, you know, yeah. I don't know. You don't have but, to give all your personal details, but no, it but, is hard when, I mean, I'm very glad that he's okay. Yeah. But the other part of that, I think that uh, it is helpful because of all of the other missing persons cases. It is helpful for at least a portion of Ken's story to be told to help authorities and reporters and investigators alike to have this case to to look at, to think Mm -hmm. about when other missing people, you know, other people go missing. I think that these are things that help us to get better in finding other people. So I suspect this will be forthcoming. His parents were all about the press until he was found. I -hmm. suspect that once the dust settles and they get all this straightened out, that we'll see some interviews with some, some large press entities, you know, that they tell their story. Maybe this will end up being, you know, the lifetime movie of the week. Who knows? Oh, I hope not. (laughs) But I, I do. I think in big cases like this that were heavily publicized, when there is a resolution to that case, it 
really annoys me when there's a, a then a, a demand from the family to leave them alone and respect their privacy. They do deserve that to some degree, but right. the public also deserves but an explanation. Why were we mobilized to find this guy? Why did he think yeah. it was okay to disappear like that and not tell his parents where he was, or at least mm -hmm. say I'm okay or anything, yep. you know, I mean, he did some very strange things. Yeah. So yeah, I think very that you have scary things. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and some of you I'm sure will disagree with me and that's okay. We can all agree to disagree, but I think in cases like this, there should be a little more transparency, but again, mm -hmm. I suspect there will be, we just aren't there yet. Mm -hmm. It's very possible. They're just trying to get him home, you know, figure out what the hell's going on here. Yeah. That's true, but we're happy. Okay. Mm -hmm. absolutely so happy this didn't have such how, a sad ending right i mean how often do these missing persons cases result in finding someone alive not that often either. not that often alive mm -hmm. or at all so mm -hmm. very true all right well i'm going to kick the mic back to you for our main case okay all righty well with this case uh, unfortunately, this is our Christmas tragedy case, and Ugh. do we so, always have to have one? Unfortunately, yes. Well, we've talked a lot lately that there have been so many murders of children at the hands of their parents that we've mm -hmm. a little break from them because it's just so hard to constantly report on them. Mm -hmm. when I found this case. My first, uh, you know, inclination was ugh, find something else. Mm -hmm. but this story deserves to be told, and. I can see right now that we will be reporting on this in the future and we need to open an investigation right. on it on our behalf right now. So here we are. So I am very sorry to bring you guys this story, uh, mostly for the, on behalf of these children who mm. just did not even deserve any of this. Mm. So Karen Rowland has been trying to get some visitation uh, some assistance with her grandchildren for the last year. She has spent an insane amount of money in trying to get some and then enforce some visitation uh, from Ashley Rowland with these two children who are aged mm -hmm. five and seven. And she finally has made her way through the courts and gotten an order and was trying to uh, get that order uh you know, the <clears throat> pardon me, enforced last Friday. Mm -hmm. There's some details that we don't know yet. So please understand how the internet works. When we report on this and you see new details come through, you know, days later, understand that we didn't know them yet. So this is what we right. know at this point. And there's some things that we just don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Somehow she did manage to get the little girl, seven-year-old. And... When she got to the home, she was told that the seven-year-old couldn't walk and that the five-year-old was sleeping over at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. How often have we heard this? Ugh. We've heard this as young as two-year-olds, mm -hmm. but they're not home right now. They're playing with a friend, you know, Yeah. Uh, that were also missing or murdered. But so supposedly the five-year-old uh, and what I'm hearing them call him in the press is blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to share the uh, seven-year-old's name because she's a, a minor and anyway, and a victim, but, uh, mm -hmm. but Blue was supposedly playing at a friend's house. So grandma gets the seven-year-old little girl 
into her car and realizes that she is in very scary condition. Um, she's unable to walk. Her scalp is covered in serious burns. And grandma goes straight to the hospital with her. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. And what they discover at the hospital is that this child is malnourished. She has broken bones. She has some serious mm -hmm. wound infections. She is in really rough shape. And so, obviously, the police are contacted and the police go to the home. And in the home, they discover under the floorboards in the hall, a deceased child. Blue, the five-year-old. And they call in the state police. This is the statement uh, that they had made. Let me pull that up. I think I shared the a portion of that uh, in the intro video, but I want to pull up their whole statement. This is what they said on Facebook. The body of a six-year-old, he's actually five, uh, was discovered buried below a hallway floor inside a Lee County home last night. That was December 16th. Special agents of the Arkansas State Police Criminal Investigation Division were called to the scene by Lee County's deputies around 10.45 p.m. Agents are also investigating injuries believed to be burns to the scalp sustained by a six-year-old, we believe she's actually seven, uh, who also lived in the same home located in the Morrow community, community west, west of Mariana. Ashley Rowland, 28, the mother of the children, and Nathan Bridges, 33, have been arrested by the state police and are being held at the Lee County Jail. Both are charged with capital murder, abuse of a corpse, tampering with physical evidence, and endangering the welfare of a minor. Based on initial findings, it's believed the boy died from injuries sustained in the home possibly three months ago. The state medical examiner will determine the manner and cause of death. So we don't know manner and cause of death yet, uh, but we will shortly, I think. But uh, mm -hmm. he has been deceased for at least three months and has been buried under the floorboards of their home. My God. There's a GoFundMe that a friend set up for Grandma to help uh, with all of the costs that are going to be associated here. Grandma has been given emergency custody of the little girl. Thank God. It should have happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, she also is, you know, they're, they're go doing a GoFundMe to help cover the uh, costs of burying this poor little boy. So, but there's a couple of things about the GoFundMe that, uh, they are providing some updates. So I'll share the initial GoFundMe. It was put together by a woman named Anita. She's a friend of Karen's. She says, my friend Karen has been trying to get custody of her grandchildren for over a year. She went through the proper channels and three months ago, she had to pay a ridiculous amount of money, but just got her court order this week for her to see the kids every weekend. She showed up to get her grandchildren ages five and seven, Friday, and was told that the youngest was at a friend's house and the oldest couldn't walk. She immediately took her to the hospital, where she was then transferred, uh, I believe, to a children's hospital with severe injuries and burns. 
I saw her. This child's hair has been chopped off. She is malnourished, cracked ribs, and many other burns on her body in various stages of healing. Mm. These injuries are presumed to be from her mother and mother's boyfriend. Later, Karen was notified that the youngest child's decomposing body had been found. These children have endured so much pain, neglect, and now death. I desperately want to help lessen the financial burden that burial for the youngest and items needed for the oldest will present. There have been, there's so much healing to do, and I want us to come together and remove one burden from Karen's plate. So that's what the initial GoFundMe said. She's provided two updates. The first of which was yesterday. She said uh, that uh, she had had a, has a fever, but had an okay night. Some of her wounds were infected. Other fractures are more painful. Mm-hmm. And then today she updated the GoFundMe again uh, with a picture. And so I'm going to put a link to the GoFundMe. You guys can go check it out to help if you can. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, This is a picture of the burns after surgery. And my God, I can't even imagine what they did to her. Uh, Looked horrible before. Lots of pain. Not wrapped now because she's going in for a CAT scan, which tells us she may also have a head injury. Uh, She said, fell back asleep and is now sleeping. It hurt after they took the bandages off. They had to come off to do a CAT scan on her chest and head. Uh, Second CAT scan found fluid on the brain, and they are now looking at her spine. She's already had three x-rays done that were a hard ordeal. With three broken ribs, fractured wrist, leg, and burn. Oh, fractured wrist, wrist and leg. Burns on other parts of her body, head to toe injuries, bite marks, all kinds of trauma. Still no telling what the brother went through. We are waiting to hear. And that was just today. God, These children were living in a house of hell. Sure this is the house. We don't know how in the hell this was allowed to go on. As long as it was, we do know that grandma has been fighting for a year to get these kids at least seen by another human adult, you know, and, and unfortunately it was a little too late considering that poor little blue has been murdered Mm. and here we are. So that's the story as we know it. Now, of course we do know that, the mother and the boyfriend have been arrested. There's been some uh, misinformation in this case, unfortunately, that started on the part of the Arkansas police mm. uh, because in their initial report uh, that went out to social media, they spelled her last name wrong. It's oh. Roland with two L's. Oh. But they spelled it Roland with one L, which unfortunately resulted in some uh, YouTube, some bloggers, some true crimers and news agencies searching that name, Ashley Rowland with one L, mm-hmm. and finding pictures of an Ashley Rowland uh, in Arkansas, spelled with one L, and her boyfriend, and publishing those photos oh, dear. of the wrong people. And that Ashley Rowland is deceased. Oh, God. Oh, and that no. was 
horrifically upsetting to her family and you know but also yeah so there's been some retractions made and some now correct uh, photos shown which is important of course but uh that happened which is bad just so bad you know but mistakes do happen unfortunately and but now we know that uh some people started coming out going oh that's not her i went to high school with her you've got the wrong picture you've got the wrong people here and they started putting two and two together but unfortunately sharing pictures and accusing you know accusing a dead woman of murder is pretty upsetting to her family so sure is it's one of those times that we have to be absolutely certain that we have the right to you know stuff and right like i said they were going off of the uh names that were shared to them by law enforcement you know right i mean that's pretty tough when it when that's mm-hmm. we've seen it happen when it's just you know somebody looking up on social media but when sure it's at least given the wrong name oh that's yeah rough. so this is them these are the right photos okay of them and of course her name is ashley roland his name is nathan bridges ashley's 28 nation nathan is 33 mm. Uh, still waiting to learn more about where dad is. Uh, yeah. There was some talk that dad actually has been unable to uh, get the custody, you know, to have visitation. And that grandma was supposed to be supervising visitation. Mm-hmm. And that Ashley has just refused to let him have any visitation. And that's where all of these court proceedings began. I don't mm-hmm. know that for sure. That is a bit of a rumor. So take that with a So is grandma dad's mother then? I believe that's true. Okay. I believe that's true. Uh, but take that with a grain of salt too, because there's just, there's quite a bit we don't know. But from reports that I've read, I believe that's the case. But again, we're waiting to know more. Um, the, the next thing we'll probably hear is uh, the mode and manner in which uh, little Blue died and, and perhaps how long he's been deceased. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll be keeping track of our poor little in the hospital of how she's doing. So again, in the show notes, there is a GoFundMe. I know it's a, a week before Christmas, but if you can help even a little for blue services, that would be, uh, that would be helpful. Also, mm-hmm. this is a GoFundMe that we have verified is uh, legit. So if you see other GoFundMes for this uh, case, be really, really wary of them. Unfortunately, that has become a way that, Mm-hmm. Internet Seems. crime has been happening in people uh, either creating a tragedy and starting a go GoFundMe for it, you know, that mm-hmm. never actually happened, or in uh, attaching themselves to a tragedy and starting a GoFundMe for a family they don't even know who never see that money. Right. So that mm-hmm. even happens in cases where uh, a family member starts a GoFundMe. And then never gives the money to the people that they were GoFundMeing for. It's unfortunately become a a serious source of fraud. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, I believe this is accurate and true. Um, And you can also get updates on the condition of the little one uh, through that GoFundMe because uh, Anita has been uh, been sharing those things. So we'll provide those. Um, All of our love goes out to the Roland family at this time. And thank goodness... uh, our little one is still is now in good hands and receiving the medical that she needs. Yes. And hopefully, um, you know, we'll get a visit from Santa at the hospital too. Uh, when we're sure sad and sorry for little blue, he never deserved this. Certainly not. Oh my God. 
So Christy, with that, I'm going to turn the mic back over to you for our final segment. Well, uh, you know, there's been a precedent set uh, in the Nathan Crumbly school shooting in which his parents were arrested and charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Mm -hmm. It's been a while now that that was landmark precedenting, precedent setting type um, action in the criminal justice system. And uh, we're seeing it again. Yeah. You may remember Robert Cremo. Um, we called him Robert Primo because he's an asshole. Hmm. Um, he killed seven people at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois, this past, yep. just this year. Well, uh, prosecutors in Chicago have now charged his father um, yeah. with uh, felonies. Yeah. That he acted rec recklessly when he signed on to his son's application for a gun ownership permit. Yep. So seven counts of reckless conduct filed against the father, um, Robert Cremo Jr., right? Uh, Robert Cremo III is the shooter. Yeah. Uh, Robert Cremo Jr. is the father. Mm -hmm. um, and this is about the second time this has ever happened. Yeah. And it should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've it's been asking solution. from day one. Why is this not happening? And, and why? How in the hell Yeah. would you provide this person with access to a gun knowing how dangerous he was? Because he did know how dangerous he was. He did. He did. Uh, Eric Reinhardt, who is the prosecutor on this case, said people bear responsibility when they re recklessly endanger others. Mm hmm. Uh, he claimed that the father knew about a series of concerning episodes involving his son before he signed the gun application permit and yeah. that endorsing that application was reckless because hell yes, it was. Uh, he said the government is not typically going to know more than a parent about what's going on with an 18, 19 or 20 year old, right? Yep. This is the boy who had made the music videos of himself shooting up a school. Oh, good lord. This is Terrifying. the kid who had drawn the picture on the side of their house of him carrying out a shooting. Right. This is the kid who had had the police at their house multiple times for violent behavior. Yeah. And then his dad signed off on an application for him to receive firearms. Yeah. And then what? he went to a 4th of July parade and he shot dozens of people. Mm -hmm. wounding many and killing seven yeah actions that he'd been promising to do for months yeah, yeah. and he did them so uh creamer the elder who mm -hmm. is a deli owner in highland park and at one point ran unsuccessfully for mayor yeah uh his attorney george gomez says the charges against his client are baseless and unprecedented and yet no they're not Nope. Just take a look at the crumblies. We're going to see more and more of this as well we should. Mm. If you people are going to keep putting guns in the hands of your mentally ill, dangerous children, our law enforcement system is done with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The This defense attorney also said this decision should alarm every single parent in the United States of America. Why, yes, it should. Why, yes, it should. Mm -hmm. That you are responsible for arming someone who goes out and murders people when you know that they are unstable, when you know there have threats been made. You cannot 
just go help your unstable young men buy guns and then they go shoot up people. Yeah. And then we are so not surprised. unprecedented. And we hope no. that this continues to happen. Oh, look at Sandy Hook. Right. That woman put every gun thinkable in that kid's hands. Right. And it cost her her life, but it also it cost a school full of kindergartners theirs and little yeah. children and teachers yeah. and so many others. I mean, come on. So many others. These parents the basic, know. Absolutely. And the basic rules of gun ownership are that your guns yeah. are locked up, trigger locks, guns and ammo are stored in different locations from each other and all are locked up. And that you use great discretion in who has access to your guns. And if you know that someone in your home is actively struggling with their mental health, mm -hmm. actively struggling with thoughts of committing violence, you know what you do? You get those guns out of your damn house. That's what Absolutely. And you get them help. Because yep. that's the other thing we're not seeing. Right. The answer to this young man's violent videos and threats was to help him buy guns. Really? I'm here for it. I'm here for it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. What needs to happen? Yep. One of the things that will help stop school shootings. Absolutely. Realize they will be liable if they continue to provide access to weapons to someone who they know to be dangerous. Absolutely. 1000% yes. All righty. Well, this has been our Tuesday episode. We will be back tomorrow on Wednesday for our last episode of the year. Don't miss it. You don't want Please to. Don't. We're going to go out with a bang and a laugh. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll love this episode. I love it. You we will. haven't even recorded it yet, and I yep. love it already. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, we'll be back Wednesday night for case updates, and we'll be back directly after that for the Cold Read Party if you are a subscriber mm -hmm. to our channel. We will uh, give you a case to cold read and open the floor for you to give us some cases to cold read. It's always mm -hmm. a really interesting time spent together. It is. And then we're on break until the new year. Yay. And then we'll be kicking off season four. We have mm -hmm. some brand new segments planned for you. Yes, we do. And on that note, if there's any new segments that you think would be great for us or that you'd love to see us do, make a suggestion. Mm -hmm. I can't promise we'll do it, but we'll definitely consider it. Right. Yes, we yeah, will. absolutely. All right. Well, please take good care of yourselves. Go have a Christmas mm -hmm. cookie. You know you deserve it. And <laughs> have a wonderful, wonderful day. And please go check out that GoFundMe and keep the Roland family in your prayers. They sure need absolutely. it. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Take care. Bye, everybody.